I picked up the knife and I went back to the to the bedroom. I I took the sheets off and in it I caught him. In her left hand she has the penis. In her right hand she has the knife. It's one of the most talked about stories of the year. The case has struck a nerve. The sordid details of a marriage gone berserk. It really took the world by storm. The 24-year-old manicurist from Venezuela is accused of severing the penis of her husband, 26-year-old John Bobbitt, while he was sleeping. From the moment anyone heard about this story, it was, what? Because it's mythic. It's been 25 years. But even today, I imagine, if you walk into a store, you hand somebody your credit card, you say your name, you get a reaction? Yeah, I still get nerve shocked or startled or, wow, you're the guy? <laughs> you're that guy? Yeah. John was a Marine. Lorena, a recent immigrant from Venezuela, besotted with the American dream. They met at a Marine Corps ball. Tell me what you thought when you first saw Lorena. Saw her over there, she looks, you know, shy and innocent, and I went over there and asked her to dance, so. So oh, you know, here's my number. He was a very nice guy, and we started dating. That's how I really fell in love with him. They talked about getting married, but that marriage got rushed when her green card or visa or whatever was running out. I never really expected to have a, a perfect marriage, but I knew there's things that if you, you know, you can compromise and uh, you can you cope. In 1991, John gets discharged from the Marine Corps, so he is kind of without a steady paycheck. And he scraps and he tries. Lorena is the main breadwinner. What was Lorena doing for a living? She was working as a nanny for Jana. And Jana ended up, you know, working for at the beauty salon doing nails. Jana Vasuti was a businesswoman who owned the nail cuttery. Jana was a, some, maybe a little bit of a mother figure at that point. Lorena had oftentimes seemed to have cried on Jana's shoulder, and uh, Jana seems to have tried to protect her. She said she loved him and she wanted her marriage to work, and she was going to do anything to try to make her marriage work. What would you be fighting about? TV, the radio, stupid stuff. You were young. You just fought over things that we shouldn't have been fighting over. She was stubborn, she was selfish, and she wanted things her way. They were a couple who were tempestuous. They were tempestuous in their loves, they were tempestuous in their jealousies, they were tempestuous in their fights. How soon did you feel he began getting beyond speaking and becoming physically abusive to you? Um, like a month after we One month yes. into the marriage? Yes. She got upset with it, you know, if anybody talked to me. Any girl or some girl, I looked in the girl's direction and she would get mad. She punched you? Yes. Lorena has said that you were physically abusive to her. Yeah. Well, she to turn things around. I can say, well, she's physically abusive to me. She never went to the hospital, never had anything seriously wrong with her at all. A lot of turmoil. It wasn't like we were out to kill each other. You never fought back? Tried to, you know, subdue her or restrain her. Not to hit her, I mean. He forced me into sex. He told me that he was, that that kind of sexual uh, sex, forced sex excited him. And uh, I would just cry. 
Like so many of the accusations that fly back and forth between John and Lorena, this one is hard to reconcile. John denies that he was ever excited by violent sex. When Lorena talks about her marriage with John, it's a nightmare from beginning to end. John maintains that he never hit her, but he admits that he might have kind of pushed her a little or that when he was restraining her, he might have been rough. What's your definition of spousal abuse? Well, it could be anything. It could be punching a hole in the wall, you know, verbal abuse, you know, calling somebody a slut or whore or a tramp. Did you do any of those things? Um, in moments of anger, did you push her, shove her? Yeah, we fought. But that's not spousal abuse? I think that's fighting with each other. Did it you leave know. marks when you restrained her? Of course. I mean, I may have marks on me, but I didn't flaunt him. In the course of your marriage, did you become pregnant by John? Yes, I did. I was very excited because, um, I mean, I wanted to have a child. What did he say? Do you remember? He said that I, I would not be able to, to raise a child for some reason. I said, I think I will be a wonderful mother. Did you have the abortion for him? Yes. You felt you would lose him without it? I don't want to have a child without a father. We weren't ready anyways, so I, I suggested, that, yeah, well, we should wait. She wasn't happy about it, but, you know, what can you do? She never recovered from the trauma of an abortion that she wasn't completely on board for. And she carried the terrible trauma for her, the guilt, right up into the moment that she picked up that knife. How often did you say no to his sexual advances? Did he physically and sexually abuse you? It was frequently. It was um, every time he would hit me, he would just try to force me into the sex again. I would wake up shaking and scared and, and I would have nightmares. The tensions are building and building and building in this marriage. John had already I think within the week prior, said, look, this is not working out, and so I'm going to get a divorce. To her, like it hit her like a ton of bricks. She was crying, she was begging, she said she didn't believe in divorce. The day before the incident takes place, a friend of John's, Robert Johnston from Buffalo, comes and stays with the couple. Me and Robbie said, well, since, you know, you're here, um, let's go out and have some fun. Let's go hang out and show you around, you know, D.C. We went out and had drinks. The last thing she did that night, she had some literature on rape that she had read that night and put it on the nightstand and gone to sleep. And he comes in loaded to the gills with alcohol and he decides to crawl in bed, help himself, uh, because, you know, that's my wife. Did you speak at all to uh, Lorena before you went to sleep? No. I remember her trying to, you know, play with me, you know. But uh, I was sleeping, I was exhausted. I couldn't, I couldn't respond to her advances, either sexually or verbally. He jumped on top of me, and um, he, um, 
he started um, grabbing my arms really tight like before he always do and um, so I said I don't want to have sex and I was trying to push him but I couldn't he forced me into and I heard my uh, underwear was uh, ripping off and uh, I was just fighting it it feels like I was fighting everything so you say she was trying to have sex with you and you were too tired right that's a pretty big swing from her saying you forcibly tore off her underwear and raped her. Yeah, everything was done in my sleep. The sexual advances, the talking, all in a deep sleep. But you say you didn't you know, rape her. Never raped anybody in my life. Didn't Is it know. possible yeah. that you no were trying idea. to have sex with her and she didn't want to have sex? No idea what happened when I fell asleep and she cut my penis off. Didn't know what transpired there. He assaults her and, and she's just laying there thinking, not again. And she went into the kitchen to get a glass of water. And she saw the knife. It was uh, so many things coming into my mind. I, I don't know how to describe. Things like um, from the very first day he hit me, uh, things about the the abortion, you know, so many things. When he was torturing me, when he was beating me up, when he has forced sex with me, everything, it just came so fast. I pick up the knife and I went back to the to the bedroom. I I took the sheets off and in it I caught him. When I sprung up and I was bleeding, I was applying pressure, that immediately I thought it was something out of a horror movie. It was a nightmare, but it was real. And, uh, yeah, it turned into reality. Horrified, terrified. Uh, I was gonna die. Uh, that was it, I'm gonna die. She flees the apartment. In her left hand, she has the penis. In her right hand, she has the knife drives off into the night. Stay with us. Hi everyone, George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News YouTube channel. If you'd like to get more videos, show highlights, and watch live event coverage, click on the right over here to subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to download the ABC News app for breaking news alerts. Thanks for watching.